You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. I guess, uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> uh, I know does introductions, but I guess we're here now, so uh, you're here with Profane, Port, and Luxury. Welcome back. Uh, sounds like Profane, you got... <laughs> sounds like you got a... Uh, interesting story about uh, a little bit of return to normalcy yeah i mean i don't know you know how your life has been but because of covid we got sent home for the holidays and are working from home until mid-january so i've been locked in my thousand square foot apartment and i'm on floor 17 so you can't really get out there's no like walking outside in the backyard and enjoying the day um, so I've pretty much just been, you know, kind of going stir crazy in this house. And, uh, I just, for the first time had gotten out onto the road and started driving. And I don't know if you guys have driven recently, but it is insane out there. <laughs> it is like a game of Frogger. People are running <laughs> red lights, stopping at green lights. Uh, so people just forgot just, how to drive. Absolutely insane. I mean, nobody is paying attention and driving. Everybody is looking down at their phones, texting, you know, whatever they're doing. It's it's pretty crazy out there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I've been seeing a lot of people like driving and having their phone up in their, you know, basically their face. It's like, what the fuck's going on around here, guys? You know, like, and then I've also seen a lot of people wearing their masks in their car. <laughs> What, what's going on with that? You know, to be like, is that, has anybody said, a, ah. The audacity of people to fucking. I don't their, know, like, They're not even hiding their phone. They're just like <laughs> having it right in front of their face. Texting yeah, them. yeah. The mask, I could understand only because like you forget you're wearing it sometimes. Like I know, like I have this weird habit where like I cross a threshold and I either put it on or take it off. And if I cross a threshold and I have it on and, um, I should keep it on. Like I instantly want to take it off because I'm like, oh, I'm going somewhere. I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm still in the same building. I just walked through a doorway. <laughs> so like, I'll get in my car and I'll just be driving. I'm like, oh wait, I just have my mask on. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. And like, <clears throat> we're supposed to have our mask on when we're like basically away from our desk. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like walking away from my desk. And I'm like halfway to where I'm supposed to be, but it's like, do I go back and grab my mask or do I, <laughs> do I, you know, keep going? And it's like, if I run into my boss or somebody, it's like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. I end up yeah. being the guy who's, cause I always have to yell at my, uh, my guys for not wearing their mask. So like every time I leave my office, I take it and I put it on just so I can try to be the right. example. Yeah, but right. yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, I'm put in a position where I'm always going from one place where I have to wear a mask and then I may drive, but my drive is two minutes and the place that I'm going to, I got to put my mask back on. So I'm one of those dudes always rolling around where people are pointing at me like, take off your mask in your own car. But it's like, dude, I'm getting out in like three seconds here. You're going to have to put it back on. (laughs) But I guess that makes sense. The bars are pretty interesting too because. Oh, so you've been going out to bars. Oh, you filthy animal. <laughs> Part of but the like, problem. <laughs> well, you can you can start to see when start people get a little bit uh you know when they have a couple more drinks they start to walk to the bathroom and forget to put their mask on uh-huh. and you know the bartenders will have to yell at them and I don't know it's just hilarious it's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't even because we're not allowed to go in bars so. I didn't even I didn't even realize some of them were open. I guess that makes sense. They were open like months ago, weren't they? But I guess we just yeah. weren't allowed to go. Well, my roommate, he just came from Florida and he said like that was never even a thing. Like lockdown oh, really? didn't even exist for them, like lockdown, what lockdown. Like they just been fucking going out, making out with each other, licking poles, doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. Whatever they do in Florida. Florida man yeah. finds gator. Yeah, Florida's a whole di- Florida's like the Russia of the United States, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good comparison. Who would win, like a Russian fighting a bear or like a Floridian wrestling <laughs> alligator, you know? Um, have you guys – okay, so I don't know if you guys listen to Bill Burr. He has a podcast. I haven't listened to his podcast. I'm a big Bill Burr fan, though. 
Dude, I think you'd enjoy it, but he's like, uh, I mean, of course, comedians are able to do this. Like, we're, but like, just being on a podcast by yourself and just like talking to yourself, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how he makes it so good. But somebody wrote him a letter about um, sex sleeping. Have you guys heard about this? Sex no. sleep? Never so, heard the term. <laughs> apparently, this one guy has. Um, and it, real quick, it was funny because he, like the the guy who's writing him the letter, he's like, "Hey, I'm writing to you because I heard you deal with sex sleeping too." And Bill's like, "What the fuck? Have I ever talked about this?" You know, he's like, "I've never <laughs> heard about this." But um, but apparently, it's like where you have um sleepwalking kind of thing so bad that you could like have sex with you know your um uh like girlfriend or whoever in your bed and not even know about it. Oh, no. So what if you get the wrong person in your household? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think... your mom, like your mom, I <laughs> walks in. I, fl- I was home for you know Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, so terrible. I mean, it seems like he's had it for a while. So he, I don't think he ventures outside of his room with uh, <laughs> with this sex thing, at least. But I guess he recently like has a girlfriend, so she's been sleeping in the same bed as him, and so he, he like came up because. Um, she like she would mention like, hey, last night was crazy. I really like that. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> oh, you got tied up and didn't. <laughs> yeah. He's got like his alter ego. Just like Damien comes out. <laughs> yeah. He got pegged and didn't know it. <laughs> so I don't know. That was just interesting, but. Uh, man, like sleepwalking is a crazy. I mean, not only that, but like sleepwalking is a crazy thing because, like, it, it was kind of fucked up. He like mentioned this to a, his parents, not the details, just like the sleepwalking thing, I think. And they were like, "Oh shit, you found out." So we gotta tell you that you, uh, nothing bad. But he like, he's apparently like woken up at like 3 a.m. and just like got ready for school when he was in like high school or something, and he would just like sit out on the porch. Who's this? You know, it's just a random guy who, uh, oh. like, wrote the letter to Bill Burr. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's just why, like, like just the like, uh, Ambien thing, right? I would love to take an Ambien, but like I said, I was, I'm on floor 17. Like, what if I just don't know it and walk outside and jump off the balcony? <laughs> like, you think it's oh, a dream. You're like, oh. hey, it's a dream, whatever. Anything goes in a dream. And you just jump it, and you're like, oh, shoot, that's real. You'd have the probably the easiest death of all time. You, you that would be crazy. I don't know. Did you like so? Did when uh, so when we were deployed, we would get Ambien um, just so you can make sure you get the right sleep rest cycle. Um, and you can get you can also get it too if you have like a long mission the next day. But like I don't know about you, Port, but uh, did you ever have any issues uh, taking Ambien or whatever the other one you could take? No, um, one time, no, not really. One time I, like, took it, but then, like, we were, like, I think I took it, like, kind of preemptively, and we were still, like, playing cards or something. Mm-hmm. And all I got, <laughs> the, worst, the worst I got was I felt, like, nauseous or something like that, but uh, nothing okay. nothing bad I, that I know of. Like, some people say they, like, see stars or, like, colors, you know, like, really, like, um, surreal, I guess. Yeah, but I, I never got it that bad. I mean, uh, do you ever take it and then try to jerk off before you fall asleep? Okay. <laughs> is that a, thing? Is that a, a race I, against the clock? I've heard that, and there's no sh- like, it doesn't work that fast. At least for me, but, like I you got at least twenty I minutes. Got, like, I could have got at least like three jerks in between. <laughs> I guess. I, I so for me, whenever I take it. Um, Again, obviously, we're talking about this for work, and it's like you're just prescribed, so all legal. I got to preface this for any of you kooks out there thinking that we're doing some crazy stuff. But for me, I had to, I would have to take it and like go do stuff in order for it to like have an effect. Because even when I was testing it on the ground, I I take it and then I try to go to sleep, and I, it would just make me stay awake for whatever reason. I don't know why that oh, was. Interesting. But it would just make me stay awake. So I got like, and then when we were deployed, I t- I took one. I'm like, okay, cool. 
and nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was like, man, I don't know if I should take two. Because I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this one's not working, and I really need to sleep. So I took two, and I'm like, it's still not working. So I'm like, oh no! I, I was, about to, I was like, should I take three? I was like, no, I'm not. There's no fucking way I'm taking three. I'm not gonna overdose on this shit. <laughs> like I just started playing video games, and then like I just remember sit, sitting there, and then all of a sudden I was just like, <laughs> like it felt like my uh, like my like not like you left like your body left, but like it almost like you. You went into like a warp tunnel or something where like you were you were still seated, but like your consciousness was like three, you know, like thirty feet backwards. All of a sudden, like, I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> it's kicking in, boys!" So I just went to sleep. I was like, "I was like, okay, it's time to sleep." And as soon as I put my head on the pillow, next thing I know, I woke up and I was like, "Fuck!" But for me, it only works like I can only fall asleep for six hours instead of like eight or nine. So I don't know. Yeah, same thing with me. I can't, like... Well, it's only supposed to put you to sleep, right? It's not supposed to keep you asleep, I think. Right. Well, like, right. that's the thing. Like, I it, I thought it was, like, so you can get a good night's rest. I'm like, I feel like if I would have just went to sleep regular, I would have got, like, eight hours of sleep normal. Right. It's like, I fall asleep... I think I fall asleep so hard that it's, like, six hours. is like, that's all the sleep you need. And then you're like, I'm up. And then you're like... And then four hours later, you're like, oh, you could have used that extra two hours. Yeah, that's always brutal. It always seems like when I need to fall asleep, I can't. But yeah, I've only, I'm always had those issues where I uh, went to the third ambient and I was like, <sighs> took a lower dose. But uh, yeah, my, uh, Speed was telling me that some people have, uh, yeah, that's how people have overdosed, you know, yeah. time sleep or something like that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I just really don't like any kind of like drugs or medication anyways so like i'm always hesitant even taking that stuff like the only time i ever do is if i really need like if i'm like i really cannot sleep right now i guess is really difficult to go to sleep so yeah i don't know um yeah it's like every time i need to fall asleep i feel like i can't you know what i mean like i always try to and it always kind of i feel like the flights always kind of snuck up on me where I would, you know, even like now where I have to show up at 7 a.m., but I don't think like, oh, I have to wake up early to get ready to get there at 7 a.m., you know? Yeah. And then before you know it, I'm like, I like put my alarm on and it's like, you have six hours before you have to be awake. It's like, oh, fuck. You know? You're like, oh, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> the math. But um, I, I think this is a typical question, but like, what do you guys do typically do when you pass homeless people? Like I was, um, I was in Oklahoma City, um, and I like was walking to this um, coffee place, and there's this homeless guy underneath the bridge with like a um, sleeping bag or whatever. Mm. And I know you're supposed to give him food instead of money, you know, but it's like, am I gonna walk and go get food, bring it back to him? I mean, not that I didn't want to do that, but it was just like. No, yeah, they'll no. turn you down. They'll be like, "Come on, cheapskate." I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened before? Oh yeah. Really? They go, "I'm a professional panhandler. I don't need food." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that's what I didn't really, you know, like the innocent younger me would be like, "Damn, these we got to help out these homeless people." But sometimes it's like, are they? Yeah, they they just don't want to deal with it, right? Um, and sometimes like I've I've tried to search for a homeless shelter and like talk to them about it and be like hey there's one like down the street or something but they're always like oh no i don't i'm not interested in that or whatever else or like uh sometimes i think they like one guy was that was actually in minot which you know you could die in minot there in the winter but yeah <laughs> oh shit you would fucking go to sleep and not wake up for real you froze and then you'd be hiding under one of those snow banks until the fucking May comes out. Oh yeah. shit! We, got, we found Bob on the side of fucking Main Street. Yeah, like the plow, you know, picks you up basically. But <laughs> uh, yeah, he had, like had like a bot, like a handle or something in his backpack or something. And I later I called like the church or something to talk um to them about like, and they like knew about him and he just couldn't kick like the alcohol. Mm. Uh, so they couldn't like accept them into the shelter, but it's just that type of stuff where it's like, what do I do with this? You know, like I want to help the person, but at the yeah. same time, I guess there's only so much you can do, and you don't know their circumstance, I guess. But right, I know uh, whenever whenever that happens to me, I I kind of 
I try not to like straight up lie to him. Like, oh man, I don't have any change on me. I'll just be like, hey man, nah, I don't really got it. I don't got anything for you. Um, but it, it really kind of depends. <laughs> it kind of depends on my mood or like I usually I try to listen to their story. If they're like, hey, you know, I just want to cut. If so, if they straight up say, hey, I just need a cup of coffee. I'll be like, oh yeah, man, here come we'll go get a coffee like because i'll be out doing like if i'm walking around i'm talking to somebody like a homeless person then i'm usually not doing anything better with my time so i'll go oh yeah here it's coffee shop up here and then i'll buy them a cup of coffee and they're like thanks and if that if they're like no thanks then i'm like well i guess you don't want this cup of coffee then see ya yeah um, and then sometimes exactly. like people are, hey i just need like 10 20 bucks and usually if i if i have the money on me I'm, i try to think of it kind of holistically and kind of a WWJD type thing. Uh, but like, I'm like, ah, well, like, I'm not really hurting for this 10 bucks. And if he uses it for booze or drugs, eh, like, oh, well, maybe he really needed it. Or if it, but like, it's like, I really don't need it. Who am I to judge? Or, you know, like, or maybe he really is. Here you go. But I don't know. Uh, and then other times I'm just like, nah, I don't think so. It just kind of all depends on their demeanor. And then sometimes I'll give people money and then like, they just want to keep talking my ear off. I'm just like, ah, well, like I gave you the money. Can I just like continue my day? <laughs> I feel bad, but I don't know. Some people have like, some people really, I'm sure have need. Like I've never had to be in that, be that spot where I, uh, I needed money, but like, I've always, I always feel shitty when I turn somebody down or like somebody's like trying to talk to them. Like, hey, I just need a little help, a little help. And I'm just like, no. And then like, somebody i'm with is like hey man what's going on and they talk to him like oh here let me help you out and then i'm like damn i could have helped him out and i didn't i feel like an asshole <laughs> what was that wwjd thing oh what would jesus do oh yeah 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 uh on a side note my what would beaver do bracelet finally i think it, it, it almost uh bought the farm it gave I up stopped, yeah i stopped it has a pretty significant uh uh ripping it so we'll is see that beaver like justin bieber no beaver <laughs> that was a long story is uh uh it's a guy that port and i know um long story we can talk about it later but he's gotcha. only the the save the saving grace of the uh future of the beaver <laughs> um yeah like i think simon Sinek had the story but it was just like this study of they like taught you know in a seminary school or something they taught priests the good samaritan story and they're like okay hurry up you have to go teach this right now you know and they rush past this person who like pretends to be like injured on the side of the road just like the good samaritan story and the whole point is like the you're supposed to stop and obviously help them and they just like pass by him you know so it's like (laughs) i think the moral of the story was like people only try to help or you know may only try to help when it's convenient for them type of thing so i always wonder if it's like a test of me you know right yeah exactly what would jesus do like is this guy just like fake and am i supposed to help him otherwise i'm gonna like die tomorrow or something like that you know i don't know but then it kind of brings up the idea of like does it is do we ever do anything that's good for no reason you know or is it to help us in the end you know yeah either make us feel better or whatever else but um yeah it's always so tough with that man like you see them like up the street you know and you're like oh god i don't want to deal with this you know yeah or you see them on the corner and they're like you're like oh just give me a green light just give me a green light and then of course you get like the red light and you're the only car gonna right at this like oh come on man you just stare straight ahead the entire time you know (laughs) yeah i usually just like look at them wave and then continue because I think that's like that's one thing I always try to do as well is if like a homeless person like comes up and, like direct to me, or somebody who's maybe not they're not homeless but they're in need, I try to like at least give them a time of day, you know, so they're not like right. Oh, you know, you're you're just ignoring me. Like I'm like hey, look, because sometimes I have people like hey, even though you didn't give me anything, I appreciate you acknowledging me. I'm like, yeah, man, of course you're human. Right. Dude, I got asked when I'm in the first year that I moved to Houston, I got asked for money more in that one year than I've ever been asked for money in my entire life. Yeah, it, I was going to ask how bad it is there. It's It was just insane, especially when I would take the train to work kind of pre-COVID. 
there's this, I have a thousand hilarious homeless dude stories. So one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite guys is the, you got a dollar guy. So this dude's really smart. Like he could work a, a legitimate, like job, like he's fully cognitive. Like he knows what's going on. But he won't let anyone walk by him without saying, you got a dollar? You got a dollar? Uh, so like one time I was walking by him and he was in a sleeping bag by a church <laughs> and he and he was fully in the sleeping bag. And when I walked by, he popped out of the sleeping bag and goes, you got a dollar? I'm like, oh, <laughs> crap. He scared the crap out of me when I was walking by. And so he knows me. So he's like, you got a dollar. I've never given the guy a dollar. And so he knows I'm going to just say, like, shake my head no and walk by. But he was just like laughs at it. And he's just chuckling. Like, he's still going to ask me. Uh, <laughs> Is I that mean, just like, uh, uh, there are just like some people that are just like, they just don't want a job and they're like content with that. You know what I mean? I guess. I think so. Yeah. You, I mean, you don't have any rules. Right. Like, you can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Man, it's got to be a rough life, man. The homeless yeah. has, I mean, we did a couple of things. Like we did a canned food drive and, uh, you know, what else we do? We did like a Christmas tree, you know, where you give like to some organization, they give you a kid and mm -hmm. you kind of like kind of make their Christmas for them. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they're, they're not going to get a Christmas if you don't. But I mean, I was in CBS the other day and a guy came in just screaming. And everybody's like, uh, I think, I think some like white lady, she's like, are you guys going to do anything about it? This dude's screaming. And, uh, the CBS attendant's like, this is like a Friday night. He's like, we don't fucking deal with this shit. And so the guy <laughs> went and got a case of Budweiser, Bud Heavies and just walked out. And, and it was funny. Cause like when I'm checking out, I'm like, Hey man, how's your night going? Other than that. He's like, oh, dude, that's nothing. Like, we don't even call that in. I'm like, because the guy just walked out in front of everybody with the case of Bud Light. I'm like, yeah, you probably got to call that, or Bud Heavy. But I'm just like, you probably got to call that in and deal with that. He's like, no, not at all. And I was just thinking like, well, shoot, maybe I should just be walking out of here. If you're not even yeah. going to call, if you're not going to, like, why are we all standing in line to pay for this? <laughs> if you can just clearly walk out with no repercussions. Yeah, that's true. He's probably like, I'm just going to make a scene, you do a bunch of yelling, and then walk out because it's the easiest <laughs> thing you do. They're like, as long as he's out of here, I don't give a shit. Well, I started thinking, it's like, okay, well, then what's the guy using that $20 that or that uh, that Lux gave him? What are you doing with the $20? Because they're just, they're just stealing the booze anyways. Yeah. They're not even paying for it. I don't know. Maybe he's going to actually use that for a sandwich or something. You... Uh... <laughs> I think uh, profane. If you tried that, if they like have seen you pay before, they'd be like, "Wait, wait, wait that doesn't work for you." You know, like <laughs> yeah. you have a history of paying, so you gotta pay. You know, you're yeah. locked in. No, that that move is only a power move by Trevor. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> profane, not so much. We know you got money. <laughs> I have noticed that the most generous guys are other homeless guys. So if a homeless dude asks another homeless dude on the train. The homeless dude, like nine times out of ten, will give them a dollar. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, yeah, that's got to be that's, like a special club, basically. You know, it's uh, it's probably something along the lines of like you know, if you talk to people who are in the service industry and they're like, oh, I always tip now. You know, like I have to tip. Like I yeah, I was a server, right. So yeah. like I don't know. I'm the greedy bastard who like I worked in the service industry when I got out of college and. When people didn't tip me, I didn't give a shit. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I hate tipping too, so I don't blame you. And then somebody gives me 20 bucks or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Just continue on. But like, I really didn't expect to get shit. <laughs> like, it's my job to do this. Like, I don't, like, do you get paid extra for doing a really good, you know, bomb run? No. Do you get, like, I don't get paid for extra for, uh, coming to work on time you know i don't know but yeah i think uh, i don't know i see both sides of it with like how um i think we talk about tipping all the time don't we the uh yeah you know like capitalism like doing better gets you better stuff but i wish everybody had like 
like we just basically tipped for the actual like exceptional service as opposed to like being right. forced to kind of like I just had a handyman over today and he like charged me some you know whatever bill and I'm sure he took into account you know what he wanted to you know what I mean yeah. what he wanted to charge me and then I tipped him anyway and it's like what am I what am I doing at this point yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean I, I would just, like pay an extra twenty percent of everything I pay for just right. because you know like what I don't know. But. What and what gets me too is it, I have no problem just being that guy and being like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm not tipping. You know, like you did an okay job, fine, but I'm not tipping. That's just not who I am. I'm fine with that. My problem is being a representation for whoever else is like me, whether it's um, like somebody in my group or whatever, or somebody who looks like me, or I don't know. Uh, and me not tipping and be like, oh, standard, these guys, these people never tip, you know? So I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a bad ambassador. So I'm trying to <laughs> do that. Man, yeah, I'll tell you something that, uh, I didn't know this and I'm probably wrong on the story, but the concept of tipping came from like the railroads back in the day. So they didn't want to pay. My understanding of the story is that they didn't want to, the railroads didn't want to pay African Americans to, uh, on their payroll. They didn't want to pay them like a legitimate wage. So they said, uh, African Americans can work, uh, basically taking tickets to get on the train Mm -hmm. and, and they could work for tips. And that was like the first time that tipping, was ever invented in America or whatever, which I was like, man, that's interesting. I had no idea that it was like somewhat the history of tipping. Yeah. It just like kind of troubles me. I mean, kind of like that story of like the employee or employer basically saying like, Hey, you gotta, you know, help me make money, but you only get paid if people feel like it basically. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of fucked up, you know? Cause I mean, what servers can be, get play, paid less than the minimum wage is the what do they get thing. paid like two bucks an hour or less? Yeah, I think it's like two or three dollars an hour. You know, that's such um, bullshit. I know. So if I mean, if they have like a good day or maybe a normal day, I guess like you know Friday or Saturdays or something, then they make like what normal people would, or you know, I don't know, uh, a good salary. But otherwise, they get paid shit. You know, so. And I mean, especially now with COVID, with all the restaurants closing and stuff like that, and people are slowly going to get back into their habits, it's got to be kind of rough. And with the winter, with like, you know, people want to be outside to um, not be indoors. Um, I guess maybe that's more of a military thing. They kind of want us to eat outside to avoid the COVID, but uh, that's going to that's gonna hurt business as well. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I know there's talking about eating outside. I think that's a that's at least around here. That's where everybody's uh, trying to go to, or at least they've opened up more indoor uh, dining, but outdoor dining is um, preferred. I don't know how. Like I always think, because you're um, down there in the swampland port, but uh, are people how how are people dealing with the COVID down there? Uh, I know we've obviously the last nine months we talked pretty much nonstop about COVID, but with the vaccine coming out and then on top of everybody just being over and kind of things opening up and we're in the middle of a second wave. How has uh, the, that group of people down there responded to all this? I think surprisingly good. I mean, I don't know. I was also going to ask you guys, like how much are you guys going out even um, normal times? You know, or like, like on a Saturday where you have nothing else to do. Are you like, it's not like I just like jump in my car and go to the store for no reason, but um when i when i do go out i see like a lot everybody seems to be wearing masks there's always that one guy who like doesn't want to wear a mask and makes a point of it you know what i mean like yeah uh, it's all made up you know you know yeah he's he's got he's got to wear a mask (laughs) and tell everybody about why he's not wearing a mask and i've never really seen people um hold accountability you know uh which i guess is kind of good like if it's blatant i suppose but um yeah, everybody's been doing pretty good, I think. We've been um, – a lot of people – a lot of restaurants have put seats outside, but it's still – I mean, 
I'm a bitch, I guess, compared to Minot, but it's like, it's, it feels cold outside. So it's like, I, I feel like I can't go to restaurants anymore because it's too cold. You know, it's, it's just like uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. But uh, like, how right. much are you guys going, or actually, I guess profane, like how has, uh, working from home been with, uh, productivity, but also, yeah, like making yourself go crazy, I suppose. Uh, it was pretty bad at first, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, I was not in a good headspace as COVID had started. And then I took a trip to Colorado, actually. And I was like, it was before school had kind of started back up. And I'm like, man, I got to get out of here. Like, I'm because what I would do is like, I'm in this real small apartment up really high. And I was getting like anxiety, like height. I feel like, I don't know, whatever it was. Because then I go work out and run. I started running. So I'd go run three miles uh, around a Rice University by my house. And then I was like really scared that when school got back in session, that COVID was just going to go crazy. So I ended up going to Colorado and that got me way more comfortable with it. So since then, I've just been kind of lawless. I'll always wear my mask, (laughs) but I've been to Colorado. I've been to Indianapolis twice. I went to New York City last weekend. I was supposed to go to Vegas, but I canceled that. I've been to Chicago. I've been, obviously, Houston. I've been to Baton Rouge in New Orleans. And so it's really interesting. The more I go around, I'm like, well, obviously, COVID is not everywhere, or else I would have gotten this. Like, it's insane that I haven't gotten it. Yeah. Um, I did good. And it's interesting that each of these places and how they're handling it. Like, Chicago was the most lawless of all the places I've been to. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They were... I'm not joking. The bars were fully open, packed with people. No one's wearing masks. When when was this? This was like a month ago. Wow. I mean, right before they got shut down again. I think I was there a week or two before they got shut down again. And it was crazy. I actually went to a wedding. And it's got to be the funniest wedding photo ever. From the, uh, you know, bride and groom's perspective, the right side was all masked up and the left side, no one's wearing a mask. That's huh. funny. Like, uh, so there was what like these like bikers on the left. Like it was like a biker gang. The, gr- <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, gr- the groom side was just all these like biker dudes uh-huh. and like leather jackets, huge beards, no mask. And then uh, the bride side was everybody was wearing masks. Hmm. But I don't know. I think, you know, everybody's in public. Everybody's really wearing a mask now in general. Um, it is just crazy, though, when you get into a place like I was just at a brewery with five people and, you know, we wear our mask in. But then you're kind of at risk of whoever you're hanging out with because the five of us aren't wearing masks at the table. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. This is where you don't keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh, but uh no i think for so i thought about that too and just by sheer proximity like i was the other day uh because i wear my mask all day at work and i was talking with one of my co-workers uh because he was doing yeah he was giving me the lowdown one of my guys and we were like talking really close with no mask and i was like kind of freaking out a little bit like i couldn't even focus i was like i think i was like we'll probably be okay still like uh even just going out uh like if i walk like if we're doing like me and old later like walking through like just nature or something like on a hike we won't wear a mask and like we'll pass people and then they'll like put their mask on i'm just like i'm outside i'm just gonna hold my breath uh (laughs) as i walk past you but um it's uh, at least in nashville they're pretty strict on the uh on the wearing your face mask especially inside and for the most part most people around here are still wearing their masks inside. You get a few people who are kind of nonchalant about it, but usually I just like look at them. Like I'll tell you who's really freaked out though are my parents. More so my mom. She is really freaked out about it. like she like I told you I got a a roommate and and I guess rightfully so. Like my mom is older, but she's like, like oh you got did your roommate show up yet i was like yeah he's like is he wearing a mask are you making him wear a mask at all times i'm like mom he's at home in a room downstairs like i i 
can't make this dude wear a mask inside his like in my house. Like, I mean, I guess I could. He's my house, but I'm not making this dude. He's at work all day wearing a mask, and all of a sudden, he has to wear a mask for like the eight hours he's sleeping too. Like, there's no way. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be shitty. Yeah, it, it's all that's all easy to say. Like, I mean, for my mom, that's easy for her to say because she's been quarantined with my dad, and they don't ever have to wear a mask at home. But if she had to wear a mask 24 7 even when she was sleeping like she would, she would probably not be about it like i know when uh she came um, her and my dad came up uh for thanksgiving and she wore her mask pretty much the whole time so i was like okay well i put on a mask like the only time i didn't wear a mask is when i was eating pretty much or i'd forget because again i'm in my own house but even that was kind of annoying i was like man it's hard to do i get it i get it it's hard Dude, the thing that frustrated me, I was exposed last Thursday. And so you have to wait five days. Well, for one, I was exposed by people who should have known better. Like, they were exposed. They should have not ever come and hung out with me. And I'm just like, and these people are, uh, like, upwards of 50 years old. I'm like, you guys should have known to not uh, come here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's bad. I feel oh, so like we're showed up almost, and they're like, they knew, they knew exactly that they had. I knew. I was like, this lady is, for one, she never, they're never late. They came, they, they showed up late. Then I'm like, they're never like hung over or anything. They don't really drink or anything. This lady just looks sick. So I just kept my mask. Oh, she actually time. had that shit? Yeah. And I was like, dude, she definitely has this. And so I kept my mask on the whole time. And then, you know, they call me two days later. Hey, we actually both tested positive. I'm like, why did you even come? You knew like the people that you were hanging out with in the previous couple of days. But what I'm getting at is just like, for one, I feel like, well, I, I, I had to basically quarantine for five or you have to basically wait five days after your exposure to get tested. And then it takes a couple of days to get uh, your results back. I mean, that's like seven days. So basically, I've been quarantined for seven days, and I tested negative. Mm-hmm. But it is the worst because I basically had a quarantine like I did have it for seven days and just sit here and do nothing and not even be yeah. able to leave the house. It's freaking horrible. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Man, I'll say, like, there's been people left and right around me who've been getting it, and I was like, dude – and, but I see him also, and I, I told I told my I tell my guys like, hey, wear that shit when you're around me or you're in my office. But the other the other guys they don't really enforce it, and it's always like I just had my first case in my uh, in my kind of area of people, and it's because they're hanging out with other people who haven't been wearing their masks. I'm like, I'm just tired of it. Just fucking stop. Just stop. Just do it, man. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, and then. People are all, uh, I think a lot of people are just, not to say that they're doubters, but they're just like, oh, it's not that serious. But, like, I've talked to a couple of people and they're like, dude, it felt fucking terrible. Like, it was, like, a struggle. Like, you had to actually, like, work to breathe. And I think that's the other thing, too. People, like, they're, they're just like, oh, well, it's not really killing people if you're healthy. I'm like, okay, it's not killing people, but that shit is not fun to have. Yeah, nobody, I mean, obviously... When they get sick, nobody's like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. They're like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there there is, like, a lot of complacency with that because people, like, I've I've heard of stories of people showing up to go fly and then afterward being like, yeah, guys, I don't feel that good, to be honest with you. I should have. <gasps> oh, man. It's like, what, dude? You know, it's like us wearing <sighs> the mask. I mean, even before COVID, like, Going on a plane was always funny to me, you know, commercial flights, because that's the one instance where random people from society have to get together to like, like towards a common goal, you know, like let's just make <laughs> this happen, like with the baggage in the, um, in the, whatever the, the upper, the overhead space, you know, and all that type of stuff. It's like that. It's like, we can't get that right. Let alone, you know, like everyone just wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, nobody take up more than they need. And then they're just throwing everything up there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I know somebody who tested positive on Wednesday for COVID and is on a commercial flight on uh, Friday. 
What are they doing? Oh my! I'm God. like, I was literally like, you gotta s- stay home. What are you talking about? You're gonna go back? And they went back to Indianapolis. What right? in the? And world? I'm like, hold on, what? Like, he's like, dude, I, he's like, I don't know. I'm just not gonna tell anyone. I because he got the test. <laughs> So he got the test because he's like, if I get any, like, you know, flack at the airport, I'll just show them this negative test. And and he's like, well, that backfired. He called me because, well, that backfired. I apparently tested positive. He's like, but it can't be real. So he's like, I'm just not going to say anything. This motherfucker. Who is this guy? But I'm telling you, this is the problem. People are just like, fuck it. Yeah. I wonder how many cases would have not happened if, like, negligence basically didn't happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> but also, even, like, people in, I think it was Florida, where, where they had those spring break parties or whatever, uh-huh. and, like, they figured out, I don't know how they figured it out, but, like, contact tracing, they basically found out, like, thousands of people got COVID because of that party or something. <laughs> you know, of, like, one party, basically. It's, like, one bartender. This is probably like this is spring break. This is like my biggest payday of the year. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Man, that. Yeah, the. I mean, the restaurants and bars and entertainment business, whatever else. Like, I mean, movie theaters. Even if you guys are noticing, movie like uh, I think I feel like more movies are coming out that just say like, you know, maybe in theaters, but also on Netflix or on Disney Plus or whatever else. Yeah. You know. Right from the get go, so I think I feel like movie theaters might be fucked for, I don't know, for the rest. But I think uh, I, I, think I what, saw uh, one of the big movie theaters just went either bankrupt or something like that. Um, maybe AMC it. or something. But um, Tom Cruise also has apparently he's shooting a movie. Oh yeah, uh, so, <laughs> and he went on a rant because you know two people in on his cast he like turned the corner and they weren't wearing a mask. He's like motherfucker. Good for him, TC. No, uh, what company? I forget what it is. It's um, uh, I can't remember which uh, production company, but they're basically for the next year releasing all their movies for I think it's either two weeks or a month on HBO Max. So when it comes out in theaters, it'll also release it on HBO Max. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember what company that is, but uh, I I wonder if they will make a comeback with movie theaters just because people like like to go there, you know what I mean? But maybe the next generation won't do that, you know, because um, they're used to streaming services. Whereas, yeah. like I don't know, I don't know if we would take our kids to uh, movie theaters, you know, like well, or if that's kind I, of a place, I guess. To but. me, to me personally, if I can avoid it, I probably won't take them. Like we yeah. can get our snacks here. We can yeah. get a, just get a projector, get a big TV. Oh, you want to see this movie? Okay, you here get you a go. sound bar. I mean, nowadays. Yeah. yeah, and you could get a projector that has, you know, like you can make like a 110 inch screen on your fucking wall or something like that with a projector. Yeah. You know. That okay. Is- so okay, let's think about this back in the day, because we all used to like to go to movies, and that was kind of like at least I don't, I don't know about you, Port, but I know for me. And for me and Profane, we'd go to the – I forget what it's called. It's, like, it's the dollar movies, though. Shit like that. Oh, but, the dollar. Like, you know the oh, little buy Like, that, it, it'd be movies that were old, but still, like, the the perk of going to the movies then was going with your, your friends and uh, just kind of getting away from the house, you know? So do you think that's going to die out in the future, or you think kids – because if you get these streaming services, you might as well just go meet up at your friend's house and then get cookies and snacks and all that shit over to somebody like – one of your friend's house or something. I don't know. But then it what could be a way just to get away drive from drive-thrus now? I think they're making a comeback. Dude, I, that's yeah, a good I point. Know. I didn't think about that. I don't know why drive through movie theaters are more, haven't been a thing, even before COVID. Like, that seems like that, it's fun. You know, we, um, Madison and I did that early on, uh, COVID. I don't know if it was just a coincidence or they did it because of COVID, but there was just like a parking lot and they set up a, I think it was actually a screen. But it could just be a projector or something. They have those like inflatable outside ones, and it was fun. Um, they even had speakers, but they also had the thing where you could tune in on the radio and uh, yeah. listen to the audio. Yeah, it was you cool. Get, you, you get one of those uh, like if your if your car's got like the the Bose surround sound in it, turn up to the station. You can get a nice little uh, surround sound uh, theater 
action in there. Yeah, and you can go to the recliner and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't have to deal with bullshit. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, so my kind of thought on this, like the future of movie theaters is like, is the three, and this is something I can't figure out what the answer is. Like, is the 3D thing going to work and come around or no? Not? I don't like 3D. I don't like 3D shit. I, what if you could put it on <laughs> and then go to a comedy club and see, like, I could see Lux and Port even though we're in different cities and I could just see you there and I could see the comedian, I could see Bill Burr on the stage and I could look around. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're saying I, like uh, virtual reality more like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like the, like you, you go sit and watch like, you know, fucking Jurassic park, Jurassic park in 3d, you know? No, no. I guess I was thinking uh, more of the Oculus type stuff. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Dude. I don't know why that hasn't, uh, you know, uh, taken off. I don't know. I know I there, think, there's a, uh, there's a push. I think it might, it might be for Oculus, but like where you can watch Netflix and queue it up to like your friends. So you just all turn it on at the same time or, and then it, the Netflix syncs it up for all of you guys. So you can kind of have that like, conversations during it. Oh, really? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I try to do it. Uh, I don't know how to do it anymore. I think you, you might have to pay for extra or something like that, but there's a way to do it. I mean, because what if you could go to, like, a Lakers game, say, and be, like, in the front row? Yeah, that'd be awesome, you know? I don't know. And I don't know if it's ever going to come around or if it's, like, I don't know if that's the future of it or no. I think it might... It might devolve into chat roulette where people like put their dick down and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, you know? your front row, you turn your head and the guy's just jerking. <laughs> yeah, it's you know like you bring your son to the game or something, basically virtually, and then like, he's like really excited about it. And then there's like some guy's dick is you know on the. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this ruined this. Look the yeah. third row, and they you got people who got the virtual reality uh, sex machines or whatever. They're just going at it up there. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> You guys paid sixty dollars to watch this game and you're fucking. Yeah, man, I think that would be. I think that would be awesome to. Um, just I. I guess it would. I. But yeah, I think it does still like like uh, I think Profane said like people still want to go out and do something. You know what I mean? And it's a reason to get out of the house type of thing for movie theaters or basketball games or whatever. But yeah, because um, yeah, I Madison and I were playing um, we sports. Uh huh. Recently, I never really played that, uh, and I was like, "Dude, this thing is fucking amazing!" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and this is like whatever ten years ago, so it was like <laughs> like technology. So it's like, why haven't we, you know, moved like gotten better with that? I don't know. It seems so yeah. weird. <laughs> well, I can just imagine what it's going to be like uh, once stuff starts opening. Well, I don't think it's. I think we, when we imagine what things will be when it's quote unquote opening back up, we think it's just going to happen, and all of a sudden we're just going to start doing stuff. You know, it's going to be as gradual shift. So I don't think it's going to be as noticeable as we think because it's going to be small things start opening up, and then you you kind of are hesitant, and then you kind of um, you'll just next thing you know you're like, oh wait, we're not affected by this thing anymore. I guess. Oh, but, dude, it's going to take forever because I've realized. People are just using this as an excuse to not do shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it like, so I'd reach out to people and they would, whenever I would go back to my hometown, Indianapolis, I'd reach out and they'd be like, you know, just make up some excuse. Well, now they can just not hang out with me <laughs> and say it's COVID. And yeah. they're like, yeah, man, it's a global pandemic. Like, I'm not going to go see you. It's like, no, you just didn't want to hang out. <laughs> it's gonna happen yeah. like 20 years from now when like it's covid's totally gone it's like uh covid might be around i don't know you yeah, know it might, it might we don't know what the next thing's gonna be you wearing your mask i don't know uh, <laughs> i i think it will be it'll be refreshing to look back and like man do you remember two years ago we we couldn't have been going to these concerts or you know or uh even like just you just just think about okay so we think now we think of like our interactions as like Oh man, this is how much like I could have been exposed to COVID. But think about all the nasty shit we did before. Oh my god! <laughs> like sharing drinks. Oh my god! Shot glasses. Sh oh. Yeah, shot glasses. Oh. Like just somebody like wiping their nose, shaking your hand. You know, um, 
literally like people digging in their ass and then just doing whatever <laughs> going to the like so now like i rarely ever when i went to the gym would wipe down my equipment but, like i now i obviously i wipe it down before and after i use the equipment but dude just thinking about people sweating coughing like i, I saw somebody the other day he had his mask on he moved he took his mask down coughed in his hand and put no. his mask back up i'm like <laughs> bro what the fuck and like, and I just think about that. Like, I, I don't know how many people I've seen who just caught like before just caught. I, I always thought that was gross, but I was like, ah, hey, whatever. But now I'm like, you just caught your hand. You're, this is this is a biological warfare. This guy's attempting. <laughs> right What's he doing? That's fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to win the award for like the dumbest COVID thing ever. Oh, no, no, no. I got one. So, you know how I was saying. People knew and they exposed me. So someone, I know someone who tested positive for COVID and they're supposed to be quarantined. They're like, well, fucking bored. And they're like, I got a bunch of house projects. So they went to, uh, they went to um, Home Depot. Home Depot? Yeah. They went to Home Depot and passed out. <laughs> it, it had to get like the paramedics so i'm just like oh my gosh think about these poor people who are at home depot working and some old lady passes out they probably need that job that's probably why they're working at home depot now they get exposed like they don't need to be missing two weeks because they get exposed by some old lady who's clearly positive so dude their their uh son was so pissed they went over to their their house the mom's house and took the car keys from her They're like this is <laughs> fucked up this is fucked up it's like we're almost like reverse like parenting our parents now like our parents are acting like children it's like wear yeah. your mask don't yeah. go out if you're positive for covid that's why like saying i i gotta imagine like the experience is different for different people but because my parents aren't trying to go out at all like this <laughs> like we go out and then like my mom would be like hey we go get this and we're like why like well you know because I'm like so you because you want me to get covid and not you that's why right, okay right. i got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> but, but to be fair i guess i'll be less affected by it probably but still this is uh it's crazy times as joe rosen would say um Shit, what was he going? Oh, yeah. Matt and I were talking about that, like, the line between... So, like, you know, your parents raised you, and then you eventually become old enough where, you know, you could do your own thing, obviously. And even, like, another facet of that is um, if you're, like, dating somebody and, you know, you're, the parents always pay for the meal, mm-hmm. when does that flip? You know what I mean? Like, Great question. When, when do you start taking care of them? Is it when the way, they like, retire? I, yeah. I don't know. My parents are retired, and I try like I try to pay the bill every now and then, but like a lot of times, like they don't let me still. So I don't know. And also, like like you said, profane. I think it was um, like because Madison's dad had to uh, his like his mom had um like hurt herself or something. And he's like, hey, you got to go to the hospital or you got to like go see the doctor or something. She didn't want to. It's like, isn't that exactly what we would do if we were kids? And they, our mom told us, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. But they just like, for some reason, they, you know, you can't tell your parents to do something, even though you know better. It's like, what's that? When's that flipping happening? You know, it's so interesting. <laughs> but, um, it's just, that just lets you know that. No matter what, parents, they're not really parents. They're just, like, adults who got stuck right. in the situation. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, you look at your parents as invincible, invincible but uh, or, like, all-being people or all-knowing beings, but yet they're literally just as stupid as you are. They just happen to be on the earth 30 years longer than you. Yeah. It could have just been an accident. I don't know if we want to get into this, but I have a ghost story. I think. Uh oh. <laughs> I would like to know. I would like to know if I have a ghost story. I'm not sure if I'm just being a bitch or what. But <laughs> so I went to this hotel that um, supposedly has a ghost on like the 10th or 11th floor in uh, Oklahoma City. Why skirt. did you go there? Oh. You did not spend the night, did you? Yeah, I did. Well, oh. so it's it's a hotel, oh. but. It, I didn't go there for the ghost, basically, you know, like, but it just has this, like, you know, little um, legend or whatever. But um, 
So I didn't want to get a room there, like on the on that floor. But you know the random selection or whatever, I got it. So it was like, oh, oh no, you got the, what? The room, the room picked you. <laughs> so <laughs> the room picked me. It's like uh, the room. It's like I go to the front desk and they're like, I'm like, what room did I get? They're like the fourth floor. And then as I'm walking away, they're like, oh no, no, wait, actually it's the tenth floor. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so I go there and then I'm like unpacking, I turn the shower on and as I'm like, you know, um, I think I open up the closet or something and the water turns off oh. and then <laughs> I walk back up to the, um, to the shower to like turn it back on. And it just turns itself back on. No. And then... <laughs> the, loop the water stopped. Uh, the water stopped. Which isn't, I guess, isn't as bad, you know. Uh, as bad. But would have been out. <laughs> Dude, if that happened, I would have ran out of there fucking naked and just like started started <laughs> new life in Mexico or something. Like <laughs> but I also heard like weird noises. I think I just made up with like the air conditioning or like something in the vents. But then, yeah, another time in the shower happened again where it was like, I don't know, I turned it on and then. Like it just randomly turned off as soon as I walked up to it or something like that, oh, and I was just I just like called the front desk and I was like I need a new room immediately, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then no issues. So I don't know I don't know if I was just being a bitch or you need to write a Google review on this place, <laughs> <laughs> like the Amazon reviews or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know I'm not trying I'm not trying to fuck with that. So the last time I went to Oklahoma City, where actually. The whole story with the passing the homeless guy. I just went to a different hotel. I didn't even try to fuck with that place. So <laughs> I think you were, have a demon on your hands. That's not even a ghost. The <laughs> demon comes home with you. <laughs> yeah, he stays with you until, until he passes finds the next person. He's gonna infect everybody. Yeah, that's what I was right about. The, the suitable, the the right suitable meat suit. When I was here at C for CFIC, I woke, I kept waking up at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., which is like the what is it, the Devil's Hour or something like that. Oh, I, um, I think it turned out to be the train that's like really far away, but when they mm-hmm. like it like indirectly woke me up. But it's been happening recently too, so I don't know. Maybe I'm fucked. I don't know. Dude, I've yeah. heard that the the modern day demons they've been uh, known to steal phone chargers or like misplace like you know what? small electronics. Yeah. What? what? Yeah, that's like the new ghost thing that they're doing. Instead of socks disappearing, is from <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know about that. Hit him where hit him where it hurts. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Madison has noticed that I've been like looking at my phone too much. So uh, I think we talked about how you should put your phone in your like living room or something like that. So or like you know far away from you. I might try so, that out. <laughs> I, so I we right after we talked about that. Um, I had, we had a recall at work and I had my phone on silent and, and it was right next to me or I had it on vibrate. I didn't, for whatever reason, I didn't leave the ringer on and I woke up like at normal time and I had like eight missed calls from my boss <laughs> and uh, a bunch of, I was like, oh shit, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. So I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, like that's a good that's a good idea in theory, but if you're in charge of like actual stuff, no, I'm not trying. To, I don't know if it's a viable option anymore. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is a good point because since you, I think we've talked about it before too. Like since you have a phone, you're now expected to be able to answer it, even right. even if you're not in charge of people. Like if somebody's trying to get a hold of you, since you have a phone, as opposed to like your home phone, you know. All right. Um. Yeah, that's true. I, w- I kind of wish I had a home phone for that specific yeah, instance. Yeah. Because then I could just put my phone, my cell phone out in the hall. And then if somebody actually needs to call me, because what happens, the only time you really need your cell phone is when you're like, in that instance, is if somebody's trying to call you, right? So if I had a landline, then somebody calls me, I'm going to wake up and hear it talk on the phone. But if it's just my phone, so I can play online, you know, then put that shit in another room. That's cool. Yeah, I would like to be more conscious, though, of uh, trying to not look at as much, but it's pretty tough. I mean, a lot of the times I might be, like, reading articles and stuff, so it's like, like, I guess I'm educating myself, but 
I don't know. I guess just just talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess staring at a screen is just not good for me sometimes for too long, obviously. So. What uh what blew my mind? So my old lady, she had to put a timer on Instagram and Twitter, a two-hour timer. So it's like she gets an hour for Twitter, an hour for Instagram, I think, or it might be two hours combined between the two. And I was like, you spend two hours? I was like, there's no way. I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, I don't think I spend that much time. But um, I and I I don't I think I spend like a total of 45 minutes on like all social medias a day, which is I think it's pretty good. But um, even that's still a little bit too long. Um, and then she just recently moved it down to like an hour and a half. But man, like it can be a time suck. Next thing you know, you're scrolling, especially if you're bored, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So I definitely am an advocate of having those time limits if. If you have that kind of stuff, but it's too you. easy because it just says, "Hey, you hit your time limit. Do you want to extend it?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's pretty good though. She she won't do it. I but I I have seen her where she hit her time limit, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna extend that?" She's like, "Nope." And she just pulls out her computer, gets on Twitter on the computer. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, you are something else." <laughs> Being technology at its own fucking game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. The yeah, Central a, Dilemma is a pretty good. Uh, have you have you guys watched that one yet? Yeah, it's so, a, yeah that's very good. That yeah. yeah, yeah. I that one made me set the time limits, but then I I got it at like thirty minutes, I think, and I always hit it. But it is good to like strategize, like oh, I'm only gonna do it for like five minutes in the morning. You know what I mean? That way I can save five minutes for later in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You guys should watch. Um, I think it's called Minimalism on Netflix. It's as it sounds about like minimalists and stuff like that. Um, it's not even too like quirky or something. It's just like kind of talking about, um, I suppose, make like basically try not to get excess stuff, which I think you guys are good about, I'm sure. But um, as opposed to, you know, keeping up with the Joneses type of like buying whatever you want type, you know, too many clothes just to make you happy, but it's not making you happy type of thing. You know, it was it was pretty good to watch. I'll have to add that to the list. Well, uh, looks like we're about at the hour. Uh, you guys got any closing comments? No, I think just uh, stay safe, and this will probably come out after Christmas, but happy holidays and stuff. So, yeah. Stay safe. The uh, the shot is coming. Shot's coming. Shot's the shot fired. is coming. Meryl, okay. got, Meryl got her shot, so <laughs> I know okay. one person who's gotten it. All right. When she turns, she ro- she's gonna roll over and fucking bite your neck. She then... came back autistic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was gonna say, I think they found they found people with um, Bell's palsy. Is that what it is, or something? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's like. <sighs> well, that, they, said, they said that can happen with a lot of shots. I think it ha- just depends on like a new. Uh, like that happens. They said it happens to people who get shots. Happens to people who don't have shots. It just happens because right. it's all temporary. But. but it's like they asked us a survey of would you take it? And of course I said no because just to fuck with it. I just I was just trying to fuck with their numbers, but I'm dying to take this shot. Are you <laughs> so you could be done with everything basically? Yes, I'm so yeah. ready for this shot. It, so is this like I don't know how to say it. is it like a strand thing, you know? Like is this gonna cover us for everything or is this gonna you know, like you could still possibly get in like a rare circumstance type of thing? Oh, I'm sure you know, it's got the tracking and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> well, so when is it going to come to like the um, – is she like a, a medic, medic – what is it called? Yeah, she's a medic. She qualifies a medical worker, but I okay. figured that you guys would be second or first on the list as well. I figured you guys would already have your date, to be honest. I think they uh, hit us when, while we were sleeping as guinea pigs or something. Hey, exactly. That's what, that's why they kept asking us week after week, how are we feeling, you know? Yeah, here. You, you, uh, they just put it in the water. and like, <laughs> yeah. like no, Nobody drink from the water fountains right now. Okay, everybody, we need you to drink from the water fountains like today. Uh, <laughs> within the next hour. <laughs> Hydrate or dihydrate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be, so... When is it going to get to like, like, when do they think everybody would be like kind of getting it or easy access, like in a few months, I guess, or something like that, maybe? I have, I have no idea, man. I, 
I was hopeful, but now I'm not as hopeful. I feel like it is going to be like February or March till I'm able to get it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be middle of summer. Oh gosh, because so, they're going to go for elderly people, and then they're going to get then they're going to go to normal people probably. Yeah, so. yeah. I think they did say summer time frame was when most people should have it. I think, but I'm not sure. But yeah, and they got to get to the rest of the world too. You know, I, I know A was pretty good about that, but yeah. Anyway. Well, no. if you get COVID, stay home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or go on a flight, either one. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.